Welcome to Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with health, hormones, and everything in between. Welcome to episode 73. I first want to thank those of you that um, have been listening each week and have been sharing. I really appreciate it. This week in the United States is Thanksgiving, and one of the things I'm super thankful for is being able to share the things that I'm passionate about and that there's people that want the help and love the help. And I really appreciate you being a part of this adventure with me. So thank you very much. So today we're going to talk about low estrogen. And I've hit this topic multiple times before, but I kind of want to revisit it today with a new, um, simply as a reminder for some of you that are dealing with this low estrogen or low estrogen symptoms, a lot of times when we go to the doctors and we have uh, low estrogen symptoms, the doctor does not tell us that we have low estrogen. It's normally other symptoms that, or other diagnoses or lack of that come, come to the surface. And so we're never actually told that we have low estrogen. So more importantly, you're going to want to just listen to some of these symptoms and see if they are ones that you actually feel and if you feel them some of the time then that means parts of the month that your estrogen is going to be low maybe it fluctuates between high and low which that does happen to quite a few women so um, you're going to experience things like poor poor memory you're going to feel emotionally fragile a lot of the time like you could just break down at any time more of a um, deep lethargy like where you just are like, oh, so exhausted that there's kind of nothing left in you. People with low estrogen have a lot more anxieties. They, they It could be mixed with um, depression, but a lot of times the depression comes with higher levels of um, estrogen. And we're going to, we're going to just say more so that people with lower estrogen have more of an anxious feeling. Also, you'll see a lot more wrinkles in your face. Um, like you kind of are could put as much cream or whatever on your face and it's just not making a difference. Definitely hot flashes and night sweats. You're having trouble sleeping or you wake up in the middle of the night. Those are some more symptoms. Here's a fun one, leaky or overactive bladder. Um, Like just not able to hold it when you run to the bathroom like you used to. One that I was blessed with is droopy breast or like your boobs just are getting smaller and smaller. Um, Sunspots on your skin's becoming more obvious. Your joints ache. Maybe you even have loss of interest in things that you used to do, especially if you ever exercised, but now you just don't want to. Um, Even if you have injuries that will not heal, especially at your joints, like your wrist and shoulders, even your low back or knees, if they've, you're getting injuries and, or they're recurring and they just don't heal, then that's for sure going to be your low estrogen. Bone loss, um, that was my one of my major indicators was I was having so much bone loss in my jaw. Vaginal dryness, irritation down there, or pretty much just kind of numb. You don't have much feeling down in the vaginal area, lack of juiciness everywhere, even like your skin, not just your skin, but like your eyes feel really dry, maybe even your mouth, you just 
estrogen really helps with lubrication. So if you have low estrogen, you're going to experience a lot of um, dryness, painful intimacy or painful sex when you have that, it hurts, and low libido. So basically you just don't want to have sex ever. That's going to be, those are all signs of low estrogen. So what I've seen through years of working with women and obviously using myself as the very first person that I was um, trying to figure out is that those of us that deal with low estrogen usually deal with a lot of um, blaming ourselves, a lot of criticizing ourselves. And so what I've noticed is that when something happens or something comes up that the first person, the first thing that we do is, see there, I did it again, or gosh, why can't you get anything right? Or things along those lines where we're really doing a lot of self-attacking, whether the situation has really anything to do with us or not, we can always turn it around to blame ourselves. The kitchen's a mess. That shows that, oh, why are we such a bad mom? Like we can't even handle all this this new situation arises and of course naturally you start blaming yourself anything that happens you could get hit by you know in a car accident totally the other driver's fault but you feel like it was your fault and you start blaming yourself so it's it not just a light-hearted blaming yourself but like a deep deep belief that there's something wrong with you you'll never be good enough you have major flaws and issues and you pretty much have nothing to offer the world that's all going to really bring down that estrogen level so what happens is you have these thoughts about yourself and it always comes from an unconscious place it's it's stuff that we created at such a young age and they're stored in our brain waves at at a you know different brain wave states that we don't access on a daily basis but they're the filter through which we see the world. So if we have this unconscious, these unconscious thoughts about ourselves, about not being good enough, about always being the problem, about you know not ever being able to do anything right, always being fat, all of this kind of stuff, then that's, that message gets sent to our brain and our brain automatically has to decide if what it's going to do. So Normally, it increases the cortisol levels, and when it increases the cortisol levels, it, your estrogen levels for sure get thrown out of balance. So for people with low estrogen, obviously, your estrogen is going to shrink. It's going to go down, and this is normally a, the unconscious part that's making us smaller, making there be less of us, making it less, like we're less of a problem if there's less of us. And these are all of these symptoms that I let, I listed are a lot of lack, lots of low levels, low levels of fluid, low levels of um, control, low you know low levels of juiciness, like all of that kind of stuff is because your estrogen levels have gone down because you have this thought process that there's just you're just not good enough. There's not enough of you. And so your body has naturally said, okay, well, then let's just shut down the estrogen levels until she can get this figured out. Normally, it takes bringing your cortisol levels back to a balanced state, 
But in that place, the estrogen levels normally have already caused a lot of damage. So like in my case with my bone loss and my jaw is so extreme, yes, I stopped the bone loss and yes, I was able to you know, start to reverse that process. But after it had gone on for years and years, it was um, already causing lots of stuff in my body. So then I stopped it and then I've had to play catch up to be able to get those estrogen levels back up to create the healing that I needed. So with this, with the low estrogen, it's really understanding why you blame yourself so much. And it sounds so simple, but a lot of times we have this underlying belief, well, it's just because I can't do anything right. But what I want you to do is take a minute. Actually, I would do this every day for those of you that are just starting this out and you know you have low estrogen, is to sit every day for a few minutes. So always my my first rule of thumb is always to ground yourself. So whether that means you're going to push your feet into the ground, you're going to sit um, cross-legged on the ground so that your bum and more of your legs are on the ground. You could go into child's pose. But I want you to really like feel solid in your lower part of your body before you start this process. So sit with yourself, get yourself grounded from in that place where you feel like, okay, I can take this on now. And you're really wanting to understand that like why you blame yourself so much, why you have such a lack of self-esteem, why you have all of these things. And it's not that we're going to turn the blame to someone else. We just want to understand why. So for me, if I'm doing this, I would, you know, sit cross-legged or sit in my seat with my feet pushed into the ground, just kind of breathe through my body, let my body just be there for a second. And then I would just ask myself, why do you blame yourself so much? And then I'm going to just sit for a second and just listen to my body. And I'm going to pay attention. Am I, do I get really resistant? Do I get wobbly? Do I get um, like I want to get up? And I'm going to just sit there and pay attention to what happens physically. Do I get a pit in my stomach? And then I'm going to just ask the question again. Why do you really actually blame yourself so much? Do you see how I'm like being persistent? I want my body to tell, my brain to tell me why I keep doing this. And then I'm going to listen again. Is anything else happen physically in my body? You can notice that I'm tapping into the physical and the mental at the same time, going back and forth. And that's really going to help me process those emotions. So once I've done that, see, see what I feel physically before I, want, I, before I want to hear what my brain has to say, I want to see what my body has to say. So then I'm going to do it again. I'm going to ask that question again. Why do you always blame yourself? What is it? What is wrong with you? Or what do you believe is wrong with you? And then I'm going to sit there for a second and I'm going to see what my brain has to say. From that place, I'm going to look at my list of things that it tells me. Well, you, when you were little, you couldn't ever get, do good on your math test. You didn't ever do good on your math test. You were always talking in class. The teacher, your mom always told you how dumb you were. I'll just let your brain just list all of the reasons why like you're the you're the one that needs to be blamed let it list it just go through it and then tap back into the body pay attention to what's happening physically so do you feel something in your chest in your heart and just breathe so just 
yes, it's in my chest. It's more on my left side. I'm going to breathe into it. It feels like it's going down to my left arm. And you're going to just follow it through your body as it processes through there. You've asked it this question. We've connected to those neural pathways. Now we're going to see where all that stuff is stored. We're not going to have to go in and rationalize it right now. We just want to be able to see what, where it's stored in the physical body. Once you do this, sit with it long enough until you feel, you'll feel this sense of, oh, I'm done. Or like, okay, that there was nothing really left. And you notice I did not listen to the story. I didn't go on and blame my mom. I didn't go on and listen to the drama that my brain had to tell me. I only paid very close attention to what's happening physically in the body. That is how you're going to be able to start to bring your estrogen levels back up is by doing this over and over and over again. This is one of the very first steps that I teach clients is to ground themselves and listen to their bodies and to be able to process the emotions through their bodies so that they don't have to go in and listen to the story over and over again that they've been listening to for the last 30 years or whatever. So first step, ground yourself. Second step, ask yourself the question very calmly. What, why do you always have to blame yourself? Why are you blaming, blaming yourself? I keep getting tongue tied. And then pay very close attention to what's happening physically. Once you feel a physical shift and you feel a peace, peace, calmness, even a sense of like, oh, that's interesting, then that means that your estrogen levels have started to rise and they'll start to bring uh, in those healing powers. If you can't get to that point, that just means you need to sit there a little bit longer. Maybe you need to do this multiple times a day until you get to the point where you can feel that sense of peace. And that simply is the feeling of estrogen level. Your estrogen level has risen and it's increased what your body is experiencing um, chemically. And so you feel a lot better. And over and over, doing this process over and over and over again is what's going to allow your body to process what's down in the lower chakras of the body, all of the traumas and things that are hidden in there that we don't know that are on a subconscious level and they're able to metabolize and we're able to get them out of the body and allow the estrogen levels to come up. So try this. If you would like help, make sure that you schedule um, a consultation. This is one of the first things we learn in my Take Control of Your Estrogen in 90 Days program. This is where we work one-on-one individually with your symptoms, pay very close attention to what your body's doing to be able to naturally reverse any of those symptoms that you're having and get your uh, estrogen levels back into balance. So make sure that you schedule that because that's for everyone and anyone. I don't care how many symptoms you have that we, they're all connected. So we start working on one, we work on all of them. So make sure you schedule that and um, let me know if you have any questions. Oh, that make sure you follow me on Instagram and Facebook. That's where you're going to find the links for those for the consultations. Otherwise, I will talk to you next week. Have a great week. Bye.